Welcome to episode four of the Whitman Wires podcast. My name is Annie Means, and I am a podcast reporter at The Wire. For this episode, I wanted to revisit a very compelling article that The Wire produced back in 2016. Now, I got the idea for this podcast when I was driving around Walla Walla, and I was looking at the signage on numerous restaurants and buildings. I noticed that they all had the same logo. That logo belonged to the Pepsi Corporation. I was pretty taken aback that Pepsi had such a large presence in Walla Walla. They even have regional bottling headquarters right next to the Walla Walla fairgrounds. But this story isn't exactly about Pepsi. It's a story about one of its competitors, the Nestle Corporation. Back in 2016, Kate Grumbles, a news reporter at The Wire, wrote a very interesting piece about the Nestle Corporation's interest in Waitsburg's water rights. For those of you who are new to Walla Walla, Waitsburg is a town about 25 minutes northeast of here. It's a largely agricultural town with a population of only 1,217. The article, which is titled Waitsburg Weighs In on Nestle, Declines Offer, tells a complicated story about a mayor's resignation, some shady deals, and a town's mobilization to reject corporate control. When digging into this story, I thought the best way to explain it was to talk with a reporter herself. So I reached out to Kate. Could you please introduce yourself, uh, your name, and your relation to The Wire? Yeah, my name is Kate Grumbles. Um, I was a writer and news editor for The Wire from 2016 to 2020. So Kate, from your work on this story, could you give listeners a brief overview of what the Nestle Corporation wanted in Waitsburg, Washington? In July of 2016, um, a representative from Nestle had been working with um, city council members and the mayor um, and they basically wanted to put a $50 million bottling plant um, in Waitsburg, um, which would offer theoretically 50 full-time jobs to the community. Just as an interlude here, the Nestle representative Kate interviewed is named Bruce Larman. And according to a 2016 email interview that Kate forwarded to me, he described the economic incentives as such. Quote, in Waitsburg, our initial investment would have totaled $50 million and provided approximately 50 full-time family local wage jobs. As a rate-paying customer of the Waitsburg water supply, there would have been significant income in that regard as well. Back to Kate. What I wrote about was um, the community's reaction to that, which was pretty strongly negative. So um, the idea was introduced by the mayor in July. Um, and then by August, he had resigned over controversies with the bottling plant. And in August, um, there was another city council meeting and um, the community expressed that they did not want the plant um, in Waitsburg and the council voted no on the idea. Do you remember any specific reactions that really stood out to you when you were interviewing people from the town? Yeah, so I was um, a freshman without a car, and this was my first article that I ever wrote for The Wire, actually. So I didn't have a way to interview people in person for this, um, but I spoke to one of the city council members at the time, um, Kate Hawkersmith, and um, an artist in the community, 
so I just think she was a business owner um, named Lane Hill. Um, and both of them had really strong negative reactions to the idea and were pretty clear that um, the people in Waitsburg didn't want this bottling plant um, in their community. Um, and one thing that was kind of interesting that Kate Hawkersmith either said when I talked to her or in another interview, because um, I did look at like other articles that had been written at the time, um, she said this was the second water bottling controversy in Waitsburg in the past 25 years, and both times it had kind of torn the town apart. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, which is kind of wild. So that definitely stood out to me. I think um, she said something along the lines of like, it's not Nestle, it's like the idea of bottling water here that's so controversial just because um, that kind of plant would use up, I think someone, one of the council members said it would be essentially 100% of the water supply for Waitsburg. So it would like double the load of what they'd be able to handle. Um, so very contentious in an area where there's a lot of agriculture and farms and that kind of thing. Did you run into any townspeople that were for the plant? Was it a 50-50 divide or was it pretty much everyone's against it? I think that there would definitely have been community members that were for the plant. Um, and in an article written in, um, I think it was the Union Bulletin, uh, they said that around half the community members at the meeting were wearing um, anti-Nestle pins. Just for context, the Union Bulletin article that Kate is referring to here is from August 18th, 2016. It's titled, Waitsburg to Nestle, No Thanks. The first image in the article is a man, a Waitsburg resident, who is standing outside a town hall meeting proudly smiling and holding an anti-Nestle sticker. So that's kind of an informal way to judge that, but um, I think there was support for both sides of that. Um, and obviously, the mayor who resigned, named Walt Goebel, and the city administrator were um, interested in the idea just for the economic development opportunity for the community. So I think there were people who saw like big positives to the plant being located there as well. One thing I thought was interesting was just kind of the history of Nestle in the Pacific Northwest. Um, so before they even met with people in Waitsburg, they had already um, contacted two other small towns in the Columbia Gorge region, one in Washington and one in Oregon. And both of those towns said no to the proposal. So I think Waitsburg was approximately like the third small town that they reached out to about that bottling plant. So. Um, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. And since Waitsburg said no, they moved to a town called Goldendale. Um, Goldendale, Washington, yeah. Goldendale, and they also voted no in 2017. Um, so yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm not sure if they ever found, I don't think they've found a place to put the bottling plant since then in the Northwest. Yeah, sounds like struggling honestly <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy and I had an email interview with the Nestle representative um, who came to Waitsburg to talk um, 
And his responses were pretty interesting as well. He, um, what he kind of said to the community was like, if you don't want us here, we're gone. Like, you don't have to like send a letter or anything. Like, we're not gonna litigate, um, but like we're disappointed in the outcome. So yeah, I don't know, just a really interesting story. That's so, that's so interesting. I just pictured like a stern man, like just pointing a finger at the town, like you guys are really missing out, I swear. Yeah, he but, said, I think he used the phrase like we're thoroughly disappointed or something. How patronizing. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. And I don't know if you've seen this at all, but there was a water bottling conflict in Walla Walla somewhat recently that the wire covered. Um, I don't think it was Nestle, but there was like an independent business in the area that wanted to bottle water using the Walla Walla like aquifer. Aquifer, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I think the community voted no, but I'm not sure. It might be interesting to look into. I looked into the article Kate mentioned. She got most of the story correct, except that the bottling proposal didn't take place in the city of Walla Walla, just in Walla Walla County. It turns out that in February of 2018, Waitsburg residents Darlene and Perry Dozer filed an amendment to the zoning code text amendments through the Community Development Department that would allow them to start bottling water on their farmland in Waitsburg. Ben Coots and Christy Carley from The Wire reported on this. They wrote, Comments from Walla Walla community members overwhelmingly urged commissioners to vote against including the proposal on the docket. Many community members expressed concern over the local and global environmental impacts of bottled water and the future of the valley aquifer as climate change progresses. End quote. The proposal was ultimately shut down, but it's worth noting that, quote, This amendment reminded many citizens of a water rights battle Waitsburg had with Nestle just two years ago. The amendment would not only allow the dozers to bottle water, but anyone with property and water rights who wanted to bottle water produced on their property. This leaves the door open for large corporations like Nestle to buy land and to begin producing bottled water in Walla Walla County. So, while Nestle may have not been directly involved in gaining water rights in this area, this amendment would have enabled them to purchase water rights via property acclamation. Back to Kate. Oh, another thing I just thought of, Perfect. which I kind of talked about, but I think that the fact that the mayor resigned because of this conflict um, is really kind of crazy. Um, I think he had, one of the articles that I'll send you said that he had been meeting with um, Nestle since February of 2016 and had multiple meetings since then. And so the reason he resigned is because people were like, why have you been hiding this from the community. Um, but I'm not, maybe the city administrator is still the same guy. But He might be the same because I emailed him about um, getting an interview and he said, this has already been reported on. There's no need. That's so funny. Is his, was his name Randy Hinchcliffe or something? Uh, yeah, it's Randy yeah. Hinchcliffe. It's the same guy. <laughs> wow. That's so funny. Yeah. He, he was the administrator with, uh, during the scandal with the mayor? Yeah, he was the guy who presented the idea in July with the mayor who resigned. Interesting. Um, Interesting that he does not want to chat. Hmm. Yeah, that tracks. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll send you all the, all the notes I have on that. 
Perfect. Yeah. Well, those are all the questions I have. So um, thank you very much, Kate, for your time. Yeah, you too. Bye, Annie. Bye. I followed up with some of the additional information Kate sent after our interview. On August 3rd, 2016, the Tri-City Herald reported about the mayor's mishandling of Nestle's survey in their article, Waitsburg Mayor Steps Down Amid Water Bottling Plant Dispute. I quote, Some city council members bristled when they learned that the two city officials had met with Nestle several times since February without their knowledge. They were also shocked that the Nestle contractors had been scoping out the city's springs to determine whether the project was feasible. At its July 20 meeting, the city council ordered Nestle Waters to stop all exploratory work in the watershed until it evaluated the corporation's interest, end quote. This ultimately led to the mayor's resignation, but not of the city administrator who proposed the Nestle idea with him. It was the same administrator that denied my request to interview council members. While Waitsburg firmly rejected water bottle corporations, it's unlikely that major companies like Nestle will stop trying to convince small towns and agricultural valleys to fold under their monetary pressure. Through the power of organizing and community meetings, Waitsburg citizens stood up to Nestle and preserved their town. We don't know what the future holds for small Washington towns like these, but given the evidence, we do know that they're well-equipped to keep upholding their community values. I'm Annie Means, and this has been Episode 4 of the Whitman Wires Podcast. See you next week.